Ladies and gentlemen, toasters and dishwashers, whatever you identify as, welcome to episode 17 of the podcast. Once again, coming in your ears Hello. with hopefully fitness fun facts and fucks. That's the first time I've ever actually introduced this prog- podcast properly. Well, I, you can't really call that properly, can you? Anyways, anyways, this is the next 25 minutes of see how many times I can get the word thus into a podcast because so many of you have mentioned that this week. Oh my God, Moisey's got a buzzword. Buzzword. Moisey likes to say the word thus. And tonight's podcast uh, is going to be, uh, well, to be fair, tonight's podcast changed. Tonight we were going to talk about something else, or in this podcast I should say we're going to talk about something else. It may not be tonight where you are. Hell, it may be the morning. Morning, hello, how are you? Uh, instead, tonight I found out that uh, gyms are opening back up again. 25th of July, 2020, if you're listening to this far distant into the future, gyms are open once again. And everybody is preparing for what happens next. And obviously with regards to what I do with coaching classes and personal training people... That's a pretty big thing. And so right up until tonight, still embracing lockdown. Obviously, lots of friends and people around me had gone back to full-time work, gone back to the new normal, if you will, because nothing's really normal. And hell, it was only a few days ago that I was at my children's new school because the triplet starts in primary school, reception year in September. So it was only a few days ago, it was kind of getting my head around that and everything that came with it. And suddenly, wham, the very next day, actually, we get this announcement out of the blue, out of nowhere. And yeah, the world is opening back up again. Pretty soon, if with myself in particular, I am back into the rat race, back into the craziness of life. You know, back into juggling every aspect of what I do, not just podcasts, which I've never actually done my podcast in the normal world. This has been a completely lockdown thing up until now. Uh, yeah, not just podcasts, not just posts, Facebook, etc., Instagrams, not just online coaching, but obviously classes and personal training too. And suddenly, with this announcement this evening, as with most announcements I watch on Sky News, to be fair, it always doesn't really sit well with me straight away. Kind of, it's one of those things where it's like a big-ass fucking anchovy on the top of a pizza. It kind of just dominates everything that I'm feeling at that particular moment in time. And I kind of get this storm before the calm, hence the name of this podcast. And I kind of need to get my shit together. You know, I initially kick off kind of how I'm feeling with regards, right, here we go then. You know, life is about to go back to normal. I need to begin being organized. And it dawned on me tonight that a lot of you are probably in the same boat. A lot of you are finding yourself heading back into what everyone is dubbing as the new normal. And so wanting perhaps a podcast, perhaps to kind of just help ground yourself with regards getting ready for life again. You know, we've spent so long in this big, long summer holiday, you know, reenacting essentially what we did as kids. We're having six weeks off school, but the only difference is we've had, what, 14 weeks? More than that now, isn't it? So, yeah. I imagine a lot of you are in the same boat that I am. A lot of you had that big kind of jump, that gut feeling of, holy shit, there's a lot to do. And that's where I am now. So we've done a lot of the lifestyle stuff. We've done a lot of the dark emotional stuff. You know, we've we've dug a little bit deeper into me, I guess. And you've heard some stories. You've heard some stuff. And 
I felt it was right for us to have a podcast which is about productivity. A podcast which you can take some tips and tricks and that away from. So if you're thinking, nah, I'm always here. I just want to hear about the dirt that you did in the past. Then, you know, skip this one. <laughs> this one's not for you. But if you want to learn a few more kind of coping strategies and a little bit more of the coaching side of things, then this is a good podcast for you. Particularly if you're heading back to work, have headed back to work and are struggling to kind of juggle everything. And the thing that pops in my head straight away when my brain gets busy, when I get that feeling of potentially being overwhelmed, you know, when I'm like, holy fuck, there's a lot to do, is STFD. Sit the fuck down. Because if I continue to buzz around going, oh my God, how am I going to juggle this? You know, what have I got to do here? I've got to do that, I've got to do that. And just continue to have this really messy, untidy head. Nothing gets done. Nothing gets accomplished. I just walk around like a bear with a sore head for the foreseeable because everything's a mess. Nothing's organized. I haven't got a plan of action. I'm literally just living in the moment. And so sit the fuck down. STFD is my way of telling myself, Moisey, park your ass and think about it. Strategize. Get a plan in place. Let's get your shit together. And for me, that always starts with the way that I end ironically, my podcasts. It starts with serenity. Because for me, it is my filter. And I talk about it a lot. But And funny enough, actually, funny story. When I was at the school uh, yesterday, uh, up on the wall, they had serenity. Now, they had the God grant me the serenity, but I'm not a believer in God. Uh, if you are, that's fine. No issues with that. It's your thing. Uh, but I'm not believing in God. So I just I cut that bit off. I just go with grant me the serenity. And I suppose I'm talking to myself when I do that. But anyway, serenity is my filter, which is why I talk about it on the podcast so much. You know, I basically take life. I take all those jumbled thoughts. I sit the fuck down and I go, right, what can I control? What can I not control or potentially not control right now? And obviously, by doing that, that helps me identify the difference. Okay, so everything that's in my head, everything right now with regards to classes, with regards to coaching, with the podcast, with stuff that I've still got to get done around the house. A big monumental task has kind of just landed on my doorstep with the house, which is not not ideal. But hey, ho, it is what it is. Um, And that's just kind of landed on my plate. And so my brain goes, right, what can I control? What can I not control? And with that also comes deadlines. You know, the thing with the house, as much as it is important to get it done, it is something which can drag on. It isn't something that has to be boxed off within a couple of days. Now, I'm one of those really annoying fuckers that doesn't like to leave jobs undone. My dad never finished anything when we were kids. We lived in a house which was basically unfinished my entire childhood. I don't ever remember living in a complete house. Um, So it's one of those things where I don't like leaving jobs unfinished, but to a certain degree, I can be at peace if I just elongate a job a little bit. But most of the time, I'll just strive to get it done. So with the house thing, I'm very much looking at that in the space of basically a weekend boxing that off, which is maybe healthy, maybe not, but hey-ho. And then with the classes, with everything, it's organizing what I can. Now, the problem is with the way I do my classes, I have certain providers of facilities, halls, etc., which I'm reliant upon. And so my big serenity filter tonight was very much a case of I can't really do anything right now until I know what they're doing. So immediately it goes to the filter, accept what you cannot change, 
just basically organize all the stuff of the classes, get the antibacterial wipes, antibacterial gels, get all of that shit organized, but then don't worry about the other stuff for the time being because that will take care of itself once you know more. I can't force information out of these people. I have to wait. So it's important to give them the time to do their stuff. So at the moment, that goes in the filter of what you cannot change. Now, obviously, with online coaching, etc., with everything, it's about looking at how I'm going to manage everything. The coaching, the personal training, the classes, when the ball gets rolling, how am I going to juggle all of these things? And there's one massive thing in everyone's day that everybody always overlooks, and that's the length of it. Now, a lot of people go, oh, I've got work or I've got kids, etc. But I'm sorry, I've always been a big believer that if you need more hours in the day, then get more hours in the day. They are there ready and waiting for you to take them. Because I function just as well when I'm consistently having six or seven hours sleep as I do when I'm having 10 or 12 hours sleep. So hell, I can even go as low as five hours sleep at times. So the thing that dawns on me, at the moment I've been having more sleep because I could. It was available to me. Fuck, I couldn't really get up and go to the gym, could I? It's been illegal for the last fucking 20 weeks. But obviously going forwards, there's a big thing too. I'm going to be going back to the gym again. I'm going to be getting back into my training, which I've so so massively missed. So much so the last few days. It's really come home to roost. Just like, where's all my muffler gone? <laughs> and so... That's another stress, another thing. It's like, fucking hell, you've got to juggle all the things you did before and you've got to train. It's like, you've got the knowledge of knowing that you did it previously, you know, knowing that you were able to juggle all these things. And so it's one of those things of looking at it and going, right, okay, there's something else to juggle, something else to chuck into the filter, etc. But when it comes to having the time to do all these things, we all have them available. We all have the time available. Most people that go, oh, I don't have time, most of the time have never actually consistently experienced and got themselves into a routine where they ran on less sleep. Now, a lot of people have done this accidentally where they've been forced into doing it, like when they've had kids or babies, whatever. You know, lots of people have gone with lower amounts of sleep, but it's very different when you plan to do that and you settle into a routine of doing it. Because believe me, you'll be surprised that how efficient you are sleeping less. Now, obviously, there is a fine balance. For me, it is about five hours. Anything less than about five hours, and I really screw myself over. So seven, eight hours is about, sorry, six or seven hours, I meant, is about right for me. And obviously, because I've got that time available, I've been sleeping at the moment, I instantly have more time. And time is probably going to be your most valuable commodity when it comes to looking ahead now. You know, giving yourself the ability to plan, of course, which we'll get to shortly, but just giving yourself that time. Accept what you cannot change, have the courage to change what you can. You have the ability to get up earlier, you know. Maybe go to bed later if that's what works for you. I mean, hell, it's 5 to 10 on a Thursday night and I'm recording this podcast because, A, I need to get it done. Sure, would I much rather be winding down and going to bed? Then, yeah, that would probably be a more optimal thing for me to do. But I had a client's consultation to do tonight and I wanted to get this podcast out to you guys. And I didn't want to leave it any longer. Hell, tomorrow is my crazy busy Friday. So... Like I said, accept what you cannot change, have the courage to change the things you can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Sit the fuck down and plan. And plan for change. 
This is the most important thing with what's going on right now. Because although I have the experience of juggling classes, going to the gym, coaching, personal training, kids, we've now got to juggle that with this additional element of increased hygiene, if you will. You've got to allow more time for hand washing. You've got to allow more time for cleanup, for pack up. You've got to allow more time for travel, potentially. You've got to allow more time for nipping in the shops and getting your lunch or, you know, going into places for supplies. So plan for things to be normal, but different. Recognize that there is going to have to be a bit of extra scope. So I may not need to get up at five o'clock in the morning. You know, I may eventually, as I settle into normality again, or like I said, the new normality, I may very well be able to get up at 6 a.m. Or maybe even seven. But initially, you're better off planning and having an abundance of time than you are just trying to get by on the maximum possible. Don't be an 11.59 person when you're settling back in. Because you can always get up at five, retrain your body to train, uh, you know, retrain your body to get used to that. And then it's very easy for you to then go, oh, cool, actually, I can stay in bed a bit later. That it is to do it the other way around and constantly be chasing your tail. I did a, uh, a post about this recently when I spoke about reacting to your days. In fact, I touched on it in a previous podcast about when people react to their day. They just get up and they let the day run them, you know. And it's so important that you run your day, not just with organization and time management, but with just giving yourself the ability to wake up and prepare, you know, giving yourself, like I said, an abundance of time to be able to organize things. So like I said, but plan for change because things are going to be different. And one thing that really helps me is decluttering and brain dumping. Now I've got a whiteboard next to me that I've used plentifully with regards to jotting stuff down. I've got to-do lists on my phone. I've got notes section in my phone. I'm very much a brain dump kind of person because I'm really good at settling, really good at being able to de-prep, you know, to dump my thoughts onto a page or into a note section so that it no longer buzzes around in my brain. Because one of the things I often find with people when they are kind of disorganized, worried, anxious, etc., it's because their brain is like an untidy room. Okay, imagine like a room where the triplets have gone in, their fucking toys are everywhere, you know? And there's loads, of, I know we've touched on this previously, but bear with me. And a messy room is like a messy mind. You've got all this stuff all over the place that needs to be organized. And so I always think of my brain as having loads of individual boxes, you know, one box for Lego, another box for toys, another box for characters, you know, another box for, you know, a specific toy, whatever. And I always picture that. And so in your brain, think of it as the same thing. You've got all these boxes. And so it's important that you brain dump first and foremost. Okay, everything that's in your brain, you dump it onto a piece of paper, note section, whatever. Okay, you get it all out, you dump it down, you go, right, that's all the shit I've got to deal with. The equivalent of walking in and just surveying the room. Look at all of the mess. Okay, what have we got amongst that mess? Looking a bit deeper. And then we begin to declutter. We begin to gradually, piece by piece, put things in different boxes. And that is obviously using serenity as well. That's using time management, diaries, what do you need to get done, what do you need to get organized, etc. And just gradually begin putting things in boxes and that will declutter your thoughts. And so through doing all of that, you end up with these tidy boxes, which you can then store away. And then boom, you've got a tidy room, tidy mind. That's how I think of it anyway. And it really helps.
So at that point, you're no longer anxious. You're no longer worried because you have a system. You have a plan in place. And sometimes in that process as well, it's important that we avoid or reduce unnecessary stresses. You know, a bit like the house situation thing is not ideal. You know, I prefer for it not to be around, but I can avoid that by getting it done. Okay, by making it a priority, getting it out of the way. Stupid unnecessary stresses would be, I suppose, about efficiency for me. Would be about making sure that all of my systems are kind of up and running and everything is kind of nice and organized so I have a system to my day. And sometimes unnecessary stresses can be not being organized. Sometimes unnecessary stresses can be you got really into Coronation Street during lockdown. And so an unnecessary stress is you worry about missing your program every night. Now, obviously, it depends on if it's important to you. And particularly if it's a way that you unwind, then, yeah, it's potentially not something you want to completely remove. But all of the silly, unnecessary stresses that take up time in your day begin to either reduce them or remove them. You know, begin to get organized with going, is that going to serve me going forward? Is that just a habit I've picked up over lockdown? You know, that kind of stuff. Just get organized and get rid of the clutter, the shit you don't need, you know. To put it in the room analogy, it'd be the toy that the triplets for me always get out, but they don't actually play with. They just get the box, tip it upside down. It makes a mess, but they don't actually play with it. It's like, just fucking get rid of it. It's useless. They don't play with it. You know, there's no point in it being there. It just causes problems. And that could be your Coronation Street. You know, that could be your YouTube, you know, spending hours on Candy Crush, if that's still a thing, you know. So <clears throat> now we've got to that point. One of the biggest things that I need to remember, and I'd encourage you guys to remember going forwards as well, is we've spoken a lot about the shit that we need to get done. You know, I've spoken a lot about the business side of things I need to get done, about the decluttering, etc. But there's one thing that I haven't really touched on or glazed over, if you will. And that's not forgetting to fill your vessel. There's an old saying, you can't serve from an empty vessel. And I use this quite a bit with my clients, particularly mums, actually, because mums tend to be very selfless people. They organize the kids breakfast, organize the kids time, and they do everything for everybody else. But then they forget themselves. And that's where, obviously, through just grabbing stuff on the go, through not prioritizing themselves, they actually end up detrimenting others because then they become feeling shit about themselves because maybe they gain weight, they lose routine, lose structure, etc. because they're too busy worrying about everything else. And what we've done in this podcast so far is worry about everything else, worry about being organized, you know. But make yourself a priority, Make filling your vessel a priority. And I always think of your vessel like a jug of water, okay? And the people around you, the things you have to do are glasses. You can only fill those glasses from a vessel that has something in it. And if there's a lot of glasses to fill, then your vessel needs to be pretty damn full. So how do you fill your vessel? Well, for some people, for me, that's having time to train. You know, getting up, getting my workouts done, getting my walks done. You know, some people look at the walk talks that I do and they go, oh, they're brilliant, you know, really, really take a lot from them. But in actual fact, I take a lot from them too. To have the first thing of my day be to help people actually helps me fill up my vessel. I know that sounds like a very contradictory thing with regards to coaching, but it does, you know, getting up in the morning, I'm getting my walk done. I'm grounding myself before the day begins. And the walk talks for me are as much about a brain dump as they are anything else, you know. I get my kind of thought of the day out, if you will. 
So for yourself, find your vessel. That could be or find you know fill your vessel first thing in the morning. That could be getting up and just having a coffee, just watching the sunrise. That could be going for a walk. Could be doing a workout. That could be waking up and just enjoying listening to the birds sing, listening to the world wake up. You know, reading a, a chapter of a book first thing in the morning. There's an awesome book which I've dipped in and out of over the past four, five, yeah, probably about five years now, and it's called The Daily Stoic. And it's a great book that every day gives you a stoicism or a philosophy to think about. And it's quite good at grounding you first thing. And I've recommended it to a few clients, to be fair. Um, It's a very good book. Literally, you read a paragraph a day, basically. But it's designed to get you thinking, you know. And it's a good way of grounding yourself first thing. And that's why I would say it's very important that throughout all the busyness of life, Throughout all the organization, you don't forget to put yourself first. And that could also be things like preparing your lunches, planning ahead on my fitness pal, you know, planning when you're going to get your exercise in, you know, move yourself to the top of the priority list. And if you fill your your vessel, much like the jug with all the glasses, everybody gets the benefit. You get to serve everybody. But if you have an empty vessel, you can't do that. You know, and that's when people react to the day, when people just let the day run them, their vessel isn't full. So it's very important that by arguably what some people would say being selfish, it's actually really important that you are selfish first thing, that you kind of get that time to fill your vessel, to get what you need so that you're in the most grounded and stable-minded position to deal with the world. I know for a fact when I've got up and I've gone for a walk, or gone to the gym, for example, when I come back, I am in a much better place to serve my clients. I'm in a much better mood. I'm much calmer in the mornings. I can deal with the craziness of school runs and morning organization with the boys and the triplets. And so I know for a fact that everybody gets the benefit of that. So then I beg the question, is it selfish? Finally, Throughout everything we've touched on, everything I've mentioned, remember that you'll be okay. Remember as well that you can only do what you can only do. This is what people sometimes lose, particularly when you work for someone or you have a boss which is a little bit more demanding. You're just one person. And if you are doing everything that we've touched on, if you are organized, if you've got all your ducks in a row, you know, if you're efficient with your time, if you're decluttering, if you are removing or reducing the unwanted stresses or ties to your time. And of course, if you're filling up your vessel first thing, you're making sure that you're in the best position to do what you need to do efficiently and effectively, then you'll be okay. You can only do what you can only do. You've done all those things, like I said, you've got all your ducks in a row, then be content with knowing that you can't do more. You've only got a certain amount of hours in the day. You've only got a certain amount of capacity as a human being. And so you'll find yourself in a position where you're much stronger to deal with because bosses will always ask for more out of you. Let's not beat around the bush. They will always squeeze more blood from the stone or try to. So much to the point where they would much rather risk breaking you mentally than ease off the gas. Trust me, had many a boss like that. So do remember and do bear in mind that if you are boxing everything off, getting all your ducks in a row, there's only so much you can do. 
And then you can stand your ground confidently, knowing that, hey, I've done everything I can do, so back the fuck off. And so that is my storm that leads to my calm. That's how I process things. That's how I manage things. That's how I manage to stay organized, stay calm. That's how I manage to, well, there's the question we get asked a lot. How do you manage to do all this with triplets? The only thing I didn't touch on was about my downtime. And that for me is the car, that's the bike. That's my Formula One. That's my mechanics. It's important that we have things which take us away from life. Not just the stresses of work, but also the stresses of family, life in general. It's important that we have an avenue to be able to just switch off our brain, but not necessarily switch off our brain. Maybe switch it into a different mode, if you will. And that's, like I said, what my mechanics, the car and the bike are for me. They give me the ability to just focus on not serving people for a change. Folks, thank you for listening. A different flavor this week, different approach this week, because I always promised you that this podcast would be varied and my God, when you look back at some of the titles and some of the things that we've covered, it's definitely varied. (laughs) So as always, if you enjoyed this, do me a favor, let me know. Be it it an Instagram message, be it on commenting on the post that says podcast now live. And to be fair, even though I'm recording this at 10 past 10, or it is now 10 past 10 on a Thursday night, there'll be notification for it tomorrow morning. So if you listen to this, do me a favor, go and find that notification for Friday morning. Go and comment on it, be on Facebook or on Instagram and let me know what you thought. Let me know if these tips and tricks helped, helped you feel more grounded, more stable, ready to face your day. Because... Your vessel, filling up your vessel, taking the time for you, this podcast may be that for you. It may be your moment to ground yourself before you head off into the world, before you deal with the world. And if it is that for you, because podcasts like this in the past for me have been for me, they've been the thing I listen to on my walk to ground myself, then I'm glad. And thanks for tuning in. And ladies and gents, I'll see you on episode 18. Thanks for listening.